Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Tuesday. The Green Bay Packers are off. No practice today, though I'm sure they are hard at work inside the building behind me and uh, various other environs close by. But back on the practice field tomorrow morning with the New England Patriots in town uh, and attendant media. Good to have uh, the Patriots, their media, players, coaches, everyone here in Green Bay, Wisconsin, ready for two joint practices and a Saturday night preseason game. Cannot wait. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody already loading up in the comments section. You guys know where I got to go. Right away, right out the gate, I got to give a shout-out to our good friends over at Ticket King. If you want to watch the Green Bay Packers in 2023, you want to utilize Ticket King, people. You can go to Cheesehead TV, either our website or our app. Use our schedule, and you'll find individualized links for each and every game. Home, away, preseason, regular season, it doesn't matter. Use Ticket King, people. Don't use Ticketmaster or SeatGeek or StubHub. None of these national companies use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Hell, they've got a spot right here in Green Bay, right across from Lambeau Field. Or you can use the link in the description of this video. Whatever you do, utilize Ticket King, people. You know you want to do it. You should do it. Hell, it's your duty as a Packers fan to do it. I may have just made that last part up. But Ticket King, folks, it's where you want to be. And where Jordan Love wants to be is under center or in the shotgun directing the Green Bay Packers offense. And I'm here to tell you, folks, a lot of times people ask me, what does the G on that helmet stand for? Obviously, lots of people think it stands for Green Bay. Some people try to posit the idea that it stands for greatness, which, of course, it could. Uh, But at, at this very moment, that G stands for growth when it comes to Jordan Love and his game. Just going back and watching that first start against Kansas City and then looking at where he is now, it's incredible to see the growth. And I will say, even looking at the Eagles game last year, probably one of the most dissected bits of football video in the history of the NFL, um, comparative to what he's been doing all summer long, including Friday night in that preseason game, the growth is evident. The command, both in the huddle at the line of scrimmage, complete kind of a grasp of the offense, every nook and cranny, knowing where to go with the ball, and being smart with the football. Now, yes, he's thrown an interception or two, no doubt about it. Every quarterback does. But I will say, it's just impressive to see how far he has come from a very, very young prospect when he was drafted without a training camp his first year in the league, without an off-season program his first year in the league, to where he sits now ready to be the guy and uh, lead this team in this offense in 2023 and beyond. The, the man has done it the absolute right way. The man has done it incrementally, behind the scenes, and now is starting to emerge. You heard Matt, if you were watching the press conference the other day, talk about the swagger that was on display at practice the other day. The way he, he is the man in Green Bay, Wisconsin now. And the fact that he got here without ruffling any feathers, keeping his head down, doing it the right way, just makes it all the more impressive. Um, You guys know I've been in Jordan's quarter for a long time, and I'm so excited to watch him lead this offense in 2023 and however long he's in Green Bay. Um, I know national pundits will have their opinions. Hell, some Green Bay Packers fans will have some negative opinions about Jordan Love. But so far, I don't think any objective observer can sit back and watch, if you have, every 
public snap we've watched him take and see anything but growth and development. And he's not done. That's the other thing. He's just reaching a, a part of his career where, okay, now it's time to learn and grow in a very different way, obviously in a much more public way. But he's still growing. Man, I'm so excited for this year. I'm so excited. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Even though I'm here with a microphone, so I should be able to tell you, but I can't. What I can do is say hello to everybody in the comment section. Hope you're all doing well. Brandy's Of course Brandy's here. How are you, Brandy? So good to see you. Oh, we've got a couple super chats right up the gate. <laughs> Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. Drop the Cheesehead TV discount code for the bungalow. Packer bungalow, people. That's right, the Airbnb right down the street here in Green Bay uh, is now available on Airbnb. We've already got, what, three games, I believe, have already been spoken for. So if you are, you know, looking for a place, you're planning to come to a Green Bay Packers football game sometime this season, check out Packer Bungalow on Airbnb. And no, there is no Cheesehead TV discount code. That was a nice try, though, Mimsy. Vex, thanks for the super chat, man. The amazing thing is Trey Lance is in a similar situation to love and doesn't look as promising. Yeah, the, the Trey Lance thing is interesting, right? I understand the amount given up to draft him, right, the way the 49ers jumped up. It's hard when, you know, we haven't seen a ton of him. Uh, he had a few starts early last year, obviously, and then got hurt. Uh, there just isn't a ton to go on as far as, you know, when you're when I'm looking at Jordan Love, I'm thinking it through the lens of I've seen every kind of, for the most part, public padded practice that he's had, right? And it's just fascinating to watch that growth. But with Trey Lance, obviously things were very much kind of, I don't know, throttled down, put on the wayside, whatever, with the injury last year and, of course, the emergence of Brock Purdy. I, I think you see a guy who's young and, and hasn't been able to work for a long time because of that injury. Um, but I still think he's got all the talent in the world. I never really understood why the 49ers – gave up as much as they did. I mean, yes, the Packers jumped up for Jordan Love, but they gave up a fourth-round pick. You know, I, the idea of what the 49ers gave up to go up and get him and then to abandon ship, essentially, because they found another guy who can run the offense, it's just weird to me. But um, I still think he's got a ton of talent. And I wouldn't be surprised, and this is the, the kind of downside for Packers fans of this whole situation, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in Minnesota at some point. But we'll see. There's a long way to go in that regard. No doubt about it. Jim, glory. What's up? Brandy, I see there's a involved discussion already about the third running back spot and uh, people asking about Wilson versus Taylor. And I think Brandy is correct here when she says, I still think Taylor over Wilson for pass pro. I mean, Taylor is lock solid when it comes to not only his assignments in pass pro, but being able to do it, right? And getting in there, sticking his nose in there and basically stonewalling those linebackers or safeties who are almost always his responsibility. Uh, That doesn't mean I don't think Wilson can do it. I just haven't seen him asked to do it a ton yet. Uh, Maybe, hopefully, we get more of that this week, and that starts to get a little clarity because, you know, we all saw the talent on display on Friday night. There's zero doubt there. Um, But as Brandy is pointing out, the job description, as both Matt and Brian have publicly declared it, is – you know, the running part is the last part of the gig. If you're the third back on the roster, it's about can you ball out on special teams, can you be involved in many special teams units, and can you pick up the blitz? 
Because those are the things that you're going to have to do to stick on a you know, 53-man roster, let alone be active anywhere close to game day. So long way to go there. Long way to go, I think. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, Jake, thanks for the Super Chat, man. Next, I saw a story about Anthony Johnson running with the first team. Is he making a push? I don't know about making a push, but I know Matt sang his praises pretty heavily yesterday. Um, so far, from what I've seen, Jonathan Owens has gotten the majority of the snaps with the ones across from Savage. But, yes, Anthony Johnson has gotten a look-see here or there. Uh, I don't think that it's been anything significant that I've noticed. But, um, like I said, Matt really didn't hesitate when asked about him and seems to really like what the young man has done so far. Fascinated to see how much kind of run with the ones, so to speak, he can get either this week or on Saturday night. Um, but really, all of that is kind of secondary to what he does on special teams. And I know this time of year I say that a lot, and you guys probably get sick of it, but it's the absolute truth. You're a young seventh-round safety where there are a ton of safeties in camp. The A number one you can make the squad is ball out on teams. That's it. That is oh, That is your gateway to the roster. And then after that... Yes, you can probably challenge for at least a spot in the rotation, maybe a starting gig, but yeah, it's all about what he does on special teams, without question. Uh, Ryan, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. I believe can grow as long as everyone doesn't expect a continuation of the past 30 years. What are you talking about, Jordan Love? Yeah, I think I've already heard lots of people kind of falling into that trap, right? Like you see the play on Friday night and people are, well, this, that, and the other. Well, he doesn't whip the ball or he doesn't have this snap that Rodgers had. Well, yeah, no, and he probably never will. Like, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Brett Favre. He's Jordan Love, and he plays a very different brand of ball and probably will be quite different from the two of them. And will he be a potential Hall of Famer? The chances are very minimal, obviously, but he doesn't need to be. He just needs to keep growing, keep improving, keep doing what he's doing. That's what he needs to do. Donald, thanks for the super chat. Negs, Gamecock Packer fan here. Thoughts on Enigbare long-term, rotational, or actual starter? I mean, we'll see. There, there's a long way to go there. I, I think he had a really promising rookie year. Um, had a somewhat quiet start to camp, though I haven't really watched him specifically for, for a lot of it. When I have, he's been fine, but it's not like he's really stuck out. I will say, though, it's not too dissimilar to what we saw last summer where he had a couple flash plays, but it was really when he started to get in live game situations where he started to kind of make some noise, right? I do think he's at least a rotational pass rusher in this league. I think there's no doubt about that. The big question is, is can he hold up against the run? Can he hold up long-term uh, if he's asked to play like 40, 50, 60 snaps a game? That's a whole lot, right? I think the jury's out there. Not ready to declare one way or the other. But, man, you know, hell of a promising start. No question about it. Uh, Chris, thanks for the super chat, man. Excited to see Dylan's more aggressive style this year. Hoping 33 breaks defenders' ankles and 28 runs through their chest. Go, back, go. Uh, fun, fun story. Uh, yesterday as I was leaving the locker room, I felt a hand on my shoulder, and I turned around, and it was Aaron Jones. And he was like, what's up, man? And I said, hey, good to see you. And earlier this offseason, I had sent him a video of a last-second you know, game, you know, that, that thing in Madden where there's like 12 seconds left and the, your opponent is playing prevent, and you know there's no way you're going to complete a pass, so you just try to run it. And I broke off a 90-yard run last second against the Vikings to win it with Aaron Jones, and I sent him the clip, and he was laughing, and it was like fun. 
And I saw him yesterday, and I said, hey, man, we need some of those this year. And he said, they're coming, man, they're coming. And I saw AJ, too, and I said to him, it's like, I love what we saw on Friday night, like squeezing through the hole and picking up eight, nine yards. Like, man, they could be a duo, a problematic duo for opponents. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm with you, man. I think, I think AJ, to, by his own admission, from his own words, he knows he was disappointed with himself and his performance last season. Um, I think you'll start to see, I don't know if aggressive, more aggressive is the right term, but you'll see a more assertive runner. Of that, I have little doubt. Um, Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. The case study that three years to develop is worthwhile is AR's success in the NFL after holding the ball in his ear hole like a dork at the NCAA. All right, all right. I, hey, I've said this before here. Shout out Mike Sherman. Uh, the people, you know, always talk about McCarthy and Tom Clements and, yeah, the carriage of the ball up by the helmet. But, man, Mike Sherman really helped in not doing anything. Mike was the one who said, because remember, Mike was the coach when he got drafted. He said, we're not going to mess with it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fall down naturally because he's not going to be drilled with it. He's not gonna, it's not going to be hammered home. And it did. You know, now, obviously, you know, Mike McCarthy gets hired and Clements comes in and they obviously are in the quarterback school and they're working on his fundamentals and his footwork and things of that nature and a bit on the carriage. But it had already started dropping naturally. And I always want, like, you can't say for certain if Mike Sherman is bullheaded and says, well, we're going to work on that and, like, drills it, and who knows what happens. Maybe he totally messes it up. So that's a big, big, big-time kind of piece there that never really gets talked about. Uh, what else we got here? Vex, thanks to the Super Chat, man. What do you think Love's strengths are as a QB? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, right now, uh, I think he does a really good job of – Knowing what the, like I said earlier, knowing what the offense is asking for each and every play and not trying to do too much. And we've seen him get out of that zone a, little, a couple of times, um, especially I think it was preseason last year. Uh, but for the most part, you, you watch Friday night and pretty much everything we've seen here in camp, it's really efficient. You know, it's, he doesn't, he's not going for a home run ball when it isn't there. Uh, he's not trying to take that 18 yard in when the, uh, you know, six yard in the flat is wide open and he knows that back can go for 15 yards. It's just he's running the offense. And that sounds simple, but, man, Lord knows this league is filled with dudes trying to do too much. And right now I think he's doing an excellent job of playing within himself, which for a young quarterback who has all the eyes of the world on him, the temptation to kind of prove it with each and every throw, got to think is pretty damn great. Um, so with that's the thing that jumps out to me foremost. But I also say, uh, you talk about the tools and weapons, the things you can use as a quarterback, which probably wouldn't be thought of when you think of Jordan Love, but his heart count is, I said this the other day, is legit. He got the defense a couple times yesterday. And you can use that and steal a couple, you know, first downs with it throughout a game. Can only help. Can only help. Jeezy Baby, thanks for the super chat. Even in Greece, I catch these lives. Jeezy Baby, I appreciate you, man. You know what you do? You know what you do, Jeezy Baby? I've said this many times, Jeezy Baby. You carry the G. That's right. Over there in Greece, enjoying undoubtedly gorgeous beaches, wonderful food, late afternoon into the evening wine, and uh, you're over there carrying the G. Salud, brother. 
I got to get to Greece someday. Living in Astoria, I know so many Greek people and so many Greeks who go back to Greece every summer, and it makes me so jealous. I got to do it. Jake, thanks for the super chat. Do you think the deep pass to Watson was a great defensive play or an underthrow? <laughs> Why does everyone need something like binary on this? Here's the thing. I think he could have put it outside a little bit more, but I also think Watson didn't help him uh, with the route he ran as far as where in relation to the, to the sideline. Um, but, yeah, that's a great defensive play. There's zero doubt about that. There's, you know, safeties who can get over there maybe uh, a beat after the ball got there. Uh, that's a play where I think there are plenty of safeties he probably could have fit that in and beat with that ball. But, man, it's not always just it's this or it's that. It can be a lot of different things, you know, and that's part of the gig. There, there's a, why football's so great, man. There are – 11 dudes on every play, each one of them contributing, and it's very rarely it's that dude's fault or it's that thing that happened that caused it to go crazy or made it mess up. So a lot of times it's a combination. Um, but, yeah, I thought the ball was fine, you know. It's just a great play by the safety for the most part. Uh, what else we got here, folks? What else we got? Um, as much as I want to believe Love doesn't need to be a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, this franchise historically hasn't had much success without one. Well, to quote Marty McFly, yeah, well, history is going to change. There you go. How's that? Um, what time is happy hour? Happy hour is at, what is it, 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Eastern. There you go. Oh, we got Lindy Infante mentions in here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Soder. Oh, oh, that's so funny. Somebody asking about longtime uh, happy hour denizen uh, Harold uh, across the sea, um, who is a big, big, big time Aaron Rodgers fan. Uh, Soder says, Harold is struggling with the reality that he is now a Jets fan. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but that is funny. Dave, thanks for the super chat. When are you going to get care of the G beer sold in Eau Claire? Go, Pat, go. Dave, very, very soon. Very soon. I, I can, t like, we're so close. You know that thing, like, you're just, like, the night before, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't go to sleep because we're so close. So close, dude. We're so close. Within the next few weeks, definitely before the start of the season. Be on the lookout, my friend. It is on its way. Sideline. Media overreacting about Jordan Love's overthrow. It happens even 12 missed passes last season, and he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I know, but, like, it's very different, right? Like, you you are obviously looking at and analyzing and you're trying to look through a very different lens when you're looking at 16, 18 years in Aaron Rodgers and four years in Jordan Love. I mean, clearly, we're looking for signs of growth and potential and whatever kind of learning from mistakes and things of that nature, you know, Jordan's still an unfinished product, whereas Aaron Rodgers, we know he's a future Hall of Famer. He's got the pelts on the wall, all-time great. So, I mean, I think it's fair that people are – and that's the nature of football now. You know, that's the especially the coverage of football online. Every throw gets dissected. Everything We talked about this yesterday, you know. You can choose to burrow in. I'm all for it. Get crazy, you know. Just know who you're – 
whoever it is is creating the content know where they're coming from and try to avoid people who then take that content and blow it up into narrative talking points because oftentimes that's where things get muddled. Did I get anything at the pro shop this trip? Almost. I, the one thing I have to get is a uh, cheese head for Olive. She asked for a cheese head, so I'm getting her one of those. Carl, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, I think coward questions for you are equal to kicker punter questions for Corey. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good analogy. I think that works. Well, well, well played, Carl. I think that's really, really on point. Uh, do I have a love jersey yet? No, I do not. I do have a all-you-need-is-love shirt, though. Right here, baby. Available in the Cheesehead TV store. All you need is love. Ma, ba, 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 ba. Oh, my gosh. Mike with the question of the day. Better running back, Eddie Lacy or Sam Congato? Why you make me choose between my children? Uh, it's Sam, it, it's, I love Sam Congato, but it's Eddie Lacy. It's absolutely Eddie Lacy. No question. Uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? <laughs> Matt Mamba, I love you. Seneca Wallace completes that ball to Watson. <laughs> and with that, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. As I mentioned a little earlier, happy hour tonight. Carry the G Club members, Patreon members. The info is on your respective pages. We'll be live at 5 Central, 6 Eastern. Hope to see you there. In the meantime, everyone else, please hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 